Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about the warning signs of burnout. So please stick around and I'm going to be walking through the six warning signs that you might be approaching burnout. And I'm going to give you some helpful strategies that I've used for myself, as well as others that I've coached of some things that you can actually start to do to keep it at bay and to maintain consistency. So anytime that we are talking about content creation, anytime that we're talking about staying consistent and productivity, the enemy is burnout. The enemy is overwork, taking on too much, and then leading to burnout, which inevitably is going to kill our consistency and our productivity. And if we're trying to create content and build a personal brand, obviously that's something that takes consistency. So if we can start to recognize the warning signs of burnout, we're going to put ourselves in a much better position. So let's dive right in. So I'm going to kick things off with a little story about my own personal experience just to kind of set the stage for what we're going to be chatting about today. And I want to start to help you kind of tap into your own personal experience and start to recognize what your warning signs, what those early experiences, what's showing up for you inside of your daily life that can be kind of like a little warning sign, a little flashing red light that you might have something you want to start paying closer attention to. So this wasn't too long ago. I remember my wife was leaving uh, out to, to go do a ceramics class in pottery and she was kind of asking what I was going to be doing. And I kind of hollered over at her that I would be busy just kind of like, you know, checking my stats, checking my analytics, going on Instagram and, you know, checking my followers. And this is something that has really kind of become a warning sign for me, this a little bit of an obsession with checking my performance when it comes to my content. And this is something that I've really been able to tap into. Another sign for me is when I get those little notifications for usage and how time or how much screen time I'm using on my iPhone, when I see that that has a massive increase, how much I've been on my phone, because for the most part, if my screen time goes up, it's because I'm on social media more. I'm either scrolling aimlessly or I'm incessantly checking my analytics. So this is one of those things where for me, the obsession can kind of come on very slowly and very gradually that if I wasn't paying super close attention, I might not even recognize it. I might not even notice it. So the more I post, the more I often start to check my stats. And this is something that every time I would grab my phone, I would just kind of pull up, unlock my phone, and I'm checking my stats. This is something that would become a habit of doing dozens of times a day. I would check it in between calls while I'm working, on the way to the bathroom, while I'm microwaving and warming up my lunch, while I'm walking to work, while I'm walking home from work. And it's not just checking stats on Instagram. It's checking stats across all platforms. So I'm looking at Instagram, and then I look at TikTok, and then I look at Facebook, and then I look at YouTube, and then LinkedIn, and then Twitter, and I'm checking my followers, I'm checking the views on the latest post, and it's this, this hunger, this seeking of dopamine of seeing a new follower, seeing a new comment, seeing a post catching some transaction that I'm seeking, I'm thriving, it hooks me in. But at the same time, it's also kind of crushing with a little bit of a low when 
I would see a post getting zero views, which happens. You know, I'm not a, a massive content creator, so I have stuff that flops. Or getting a, a comment that is telling me about how bad my last post was. So for me, when I notice myself starting to get in the habit of incessantly checking my stats, spending a considerable increased amount of time on my phone, that for me is like an all hands on deck, red alert, burnout is coming, sound the alarm, warning sign that I need to slow down, I need to reevaluate things. And this is one thing that has been a warning sign for me. So let's talk about recognizing the warning signs of burnout. As entrepreneurs and content creators, overwork and burnout are kind of just seemed like this badge of honor in this entrepreneurial space, in the online space. You know, we have hashtag hustle and all these things. But the trouble is that burnout can result in just simply, like I was saying, preventing consistency and left unchecked. Actual burnout can become very debilitating if we continue to dig ourselves into a hole and it can lead to unhealthy behaviors and unhealthy habits. Producing content isn't something that happens in a silo. It's not like everything doesn't matter and doesn't impact ourselves creating content. Everything inside of our lives and our business impacts our ability to create content and the time and energy that we put into our businesses also affect other aspects and areas of our lives as well. So when we surpass our threshold, regardless of what area of our life it's in, it's going to affect all things. So if I have a lot of stress in my life, it could impact my ability to stay consistent with my content creation. Or if I'm getting obsessive and spending hours and hours and hours every day on my business and creating content, it could start to seep into affecting other areas of my life. So here are a few signs that I've learned to recognize burnout for myself and some ways that I just kind of want to, I hope to provide you that you might be able to see in yourself, adapt for yourself, maybe use as a compass or a guide to indicate that things might be required to take a deeper look at. Number one is decreased motivation. So decreased motivation or a lack of motivation could be a sign that you're approaching burnout. Now, this could be maybe ideas and inspiration stops flowing. I know for myself, I might be in the shower or going for a walk. And when I'm in a good space and I'm feeling good and my energy levels are high, I get a lot of ideas. I just start to flow and I'm adding them in notes on my phone. But as I start to approach burnout, a lot of those ideas just really stop flowing and that inspiration just kind of seems to come to a stop. You might notice your passion just kind of feels gone. You're no longer inspired to create content. It doesn't feel fun anymore. You might notice yourself starting to procrastinate a lot more than, than usual and many other things that might be resulting in a decrease in motivation. Number two, a lack of concentration. Now, a lack of concentration could be closely linked and kind of overlap with the aforementioned decrease in motivation, but you might find it difficult to start completing work. You might have a lot of things that you started and you just simply aren't getting to complete them, all these unfinished products. You might notice it's really difficult to kind of get into the zone, drop into a flow state. Everything almost kind of feels like you're just sludging through mud. It's much more difficult. It's not as fun. It's not as enjoyable and easy to get through things. And like I was saying, you might 
no longer be getting through those things on your to-do list. You might have a bunch of things that you wanted to accomplish, but you're not able to finish anymore. All stemming from just a lack of concentration and being able to complete those items. The next one, number three, negativity and mood. So changes in your mood, increases in negativity also may be a sign that you're approaching burnout. This could be things like as simple as increased irritability, increased negative self-talk, increased self-judgment, self-doubt, comparison with others, starting to scroll your feed, notice yourself being triggered in what you're seeing in other people, noticing that you're starting to compare yourself with how many views or followers you have compared to others you're seeing in your space starting to like like i was saying before engaging in activities like checking your stats frequently and noticing it affecting your mood a big thing for me is noticing certain activities with almost like a visceral response associated to it so checking your stats isn't inherently a bad thing however if i'm checking my stats and then i'm notice it resulting in a feeling like oh Why didn't this post get as many views as my last one? Shoot, I haven't got a new follower in a while. Man, I wish I had as many followers or I was getting as many views as this person. Maybe I need to reach out to them. Maybe I need a new course. Just starting to follow the strands and follow these connections that are being made. Number four, fatigue and stress. So fatigue, a reduction in energy, heightened stress levels can all be also signs that you're starting to approach burnout. This can be a result of just doing too much. Now, this could be inside of business and content or can be compounded with things outside of work as well. Like I was saying before, creating content doesn't happen in a silo. So let's say that you are creating content and then all of a sudden you are planning a wedding and you're planning a birthday and you're working a full-time job and you're having to support your family. All of these things are happening outside of work while you know, we're, we're one person business is run by a person and all of those things are going to have an impact in what we're doing. So doing too much, taking too much on increases in like physical, mental, or emotional output and energy feelings of being overwhelmed with what you're doing. All of these things can be signs that you're approaching burnout. They can just be these little signals, these little indicators. And a lot of these things, you know, increased stress, taking on too much, um, increased physical, emotional demands, they result in a decrease in energy and they have, we have a higher propensity to simply fatigue from those things and fatigue without management can lead ourselves towards burnout. Number five is difficulty sleeping. So trouble sleeping is definitely a sign of overwork, fatigue, as well as burnout. Now this can be tied to fatigue and stress. This can also be from things like racing thoughts and anxiety where we're just simply always, you know, thinking about things and we're having difficulty falling asleep. There's a lot of these kind of health things that are interconnected. They're definitely not black and white. I don't mean for this to be prescriptive in any way. But if you do notice that all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're taking on a little bit more, our sleep is suffering, we used to wake up feeling refreshed and now we're waking up feeling fairly drained. Well, 
this might be an indicator that we are starting to approach burnout. We might be taking on a little bit too much if we're starting to have difficulty sleeping. And with many of these things that I've outlined, a really good barometer to use is variances outside of your norm. So if you don't normally sleep well and you're still not sleeping well, that might not necessarily be the sole indicator. However, you might already be in burnout if you haven't been sleeping well. But if you normally sleep perfectly sound and then all of a sudden your workload has increased, you're taking on a little bit too much, and now your sleep is being affected. Well, that's kind of a, a variance outside of that baseline. However, if you know you normally aren't irritable and then all of a sudden you're consistently more irritable, well, let's take a second and let's reevaluate things. And it's just a, a cause for taking a pause and just taking a little bit of a deeper look. Let's Let's take inventory of things. Have I taken on more? Did I start new projects? Are there, you know, other compounding stressors or activities in my life that could be contributing to this? It's just taking time for that, you know, introspection so that we can try and figure out what might be impacting this. And we're just looking for signs and signals of things that may require a deeper look. And number six is coping. Now, this is a, a very large topic, a very large subject. And again, I don't mean to be prescriptive. However, for myself personally, when I find myself in situations where I'm getting more fatigued, my stress levels are really high, my anxiety levels are high, I often find myself starting to seeking things of comfort. And a lot of these were anchored into my past during stressful times as well. Things like energy drinks, things like really increased caffeine levels, sugar, cookies, muffins, all of these things. So when my stress levels start to get really high or I start to take on more work and I notice myself increasing my caffeine intake, maybe I go from one cold brew to two cold brews. Maybe I go from no energy drinks to two or three energy drinks and I start to see that variance. Those are signals to myself that I am likely starting to approach taking on a little bit too much. Sugar is a big one for me as well. When I get stressed and take on a lot, a go-to is, is a lot of these things because they make me feel better. They are masking things and the caffeine and the energy drinks for me also masks the fatigue. So I'm getting tired. I'm utilizing something to create a little bit of a boost in energy to get through. They also provide me comfort. I feel good when I have them and they are coping. They're compulsions that I go to when I'm in these situations. Now, I'm not a medical professional. However, if we do notice ourselves starting to revert back to old behaviors, bad habits, unhealthy behaviors, whether it is a substance, whether it is an activity that may not be healthy, it may be negative, it might not be good for our health, that's definitely something that we want to explore further because those could all be signs of an increase in stress or fatigue. And we're now we're starting to try and outsource our ability to kind of cope with the situation or trying to like boost ourselves with caffeine because we're fatigued. So definitely not an all-encompassing list, but rather my goal here is to give you a number of things that I've experienced in my own life and in my own pursuit of content creation and pursuing success in business 
These are all things that I have experienced and things that have been indicators for me that, yes, it it's time to kind of reevaluate things and figure out what I need to do next. And in speaking with a number of entrepreneurs, similar kind of trends that I've seen throughout as well. So as I begin to recognize these early warning signs, that leads me to discover some helpful ways to keep burnout at bay. And that's exactly what we're going to dive into next. So throughout my personal experience of business and content and, you know, therapy and working with coaches and mentors, these are kind of three helpful ways that I've been able to kind of reevaluate things, keep burnout at bay, and really focus on maintaining consistency in my endeavors. So I got three things that I want to kind of cover. The first is simplification. Now, if we're approaching burnout or we are presently burnt out, it's going to require a reevaluation of our activities, both in and out of business, like I was saying, because it's none of these things happen in a silo. We need to simplify and do less in order to keep burnout at bay or to recover. We need to simplify our content strategy. We might, we might need to put new projects on hold. We might need to reduce our overall load. We might need to scale back on certain activities because some of these things just simply might be pushing us beyond our thresholds. And, you know, that's just a few examples of what you might need to be able to do in order to simplify and do less. But it kind of all is encompassing in a simplification and a reduction in my piece on the content or the consistency threshold, I kind of take a little bit of a deeper dive into this, where I walk through some of my own personal experiences where I've noticed kind of taking on too much, even as simple as trying to work out five times a week and add in yoga and add in cardio and add in boxing and realizing it's just too much. I'm unable to maintain consistency. So I had to reduce the amount of exercise that I'm doing from five days a week to four days a week so that I could add in two days of yoga and recognizing that if I want to add in boxing, I might need to trim and not one of my days of working out down to three in order to add in a day of boxing. Because I know if I go and do too much, it's going to negatively impact my ability to stay consistent with my activity. But that additional energy output and fatigue could also now start to over like affect my mood, affect my ability to create content, affect my ability to run my business. So strategy number two is rest and recovery. So rest, recovery, self-care, these things mean different things to different people. To me, it's much more about recharging the batteries and much less about what the specific activity is. This might be long walks on the beach like it is for my wife. It might be spending time playing video games. It might be spending time with people that you love, enjoy spending time with that fill you up. It might be getting a massage or going for a float. Those are two things that I really enjoy doing, but those aren't things that my wife enjoys doing. The key is just trying to find things that fill your cup, recharge your batteries, make you feel good. Things that are kind of like on that for me list. You might not do them all the time and we want to incorporate them into our schedule. And during times where we are feeling burnt out or on that threshold, we might need to increase what we're doing. We might need to take a day off work, take a, you know, a me day, take a mental health day, go to the spa, 
lay in bed all day, just read your book and kind of start to refill and recharge. And that's really, we can simplify, do less so we're not pushing too far. And then we have to incorporate some activities to recharge the batteries and understand that this isn't always going to be something that we can recover from in, you know, a few days, a single massage, the more burnt out we are, sometimes the longer it's going to take us to recover. So the more that we can be conscientious of the warning signs of approaching this, the more that we can keep it at bay so that we don't have to put ourselves in the unfortunate situation of it becoming a larger issue. And number three is maintaining your consistency threshold. So I have a theory that we have a threshold that once we surpass, it inhibits our ability to maintain consistency. I encourage you to read my article or listen to the podcast or watch the video called The Consistency Threshold. I'll leave up links to that in the description for a deeper dive on my theory. But as entrepreneurs, we have a tendency to say yes. We have a tendency to do more and want results faster. And all of these things combined really start to put a strain on our ability to stay consistent because as we take on more, we're just adding layers and very often we're not substituting things. We're just adding and then we're adding and then we're adding to the point that it becomes too much and then something breaks. So we need to really constantly be trying to evaluate this and create balance because if we're doing too much, we need to find ways to scale back, which is simplification. And we need to keep our motivation high to stay consistent. And we can do that through rest and recovery to keep things in check. So as we wrap up, what I really want you to take the time to do is identify your personal triggers and your own personal recovery plan. It's important to identify your own individual experiences on this journey because as you become aware of what your signs and your triggers are, you can become much more effective at keeping burnout and overwork at bay. Like I was saying, for me, noticing myself when I start to either reach for an extra energy drink or start to see my screen time go up on my phone, those are some of my personal warning signs that, hey, something needs my attention. And then I can reevaluate and go, hey, yeah, you know, I added a couple extra platforms that I'm posting on for social media or I started to you know, work on launching this new project, maybe I need to adjust things to bring things back in check. So the faster you're able to identify your own personal triggers, you're just arming yourself with the ability to keep this at bay. So let's say you notice yourself falling into comparison on social media. It might be beneficial for you to start to unfollow people that trigger those feelings. But with time, you're likely gonna start following people again but as you become aware of that pattern, you can recognize when it's happening. So when you notice that comparison, you know what to do about it, which is unfollow people. So it's just coming up with, okay, this is my pattern. This is my strategy to combat it. And the more we can arm ourselves with those tools, the more effective we get at this. And just over time, we just continue to iterate, evaluate, and refine our strategies. And this is kind of how we put ourselves in the best position to recover. A question that I often come back to when I'm starting to do too much and take on too much is these two very simple questions, and it's effectively the same, just kind of phrased two different ways. But what would it look like if this was easier? 
And the second is, how can I simplify what I'm doing? So I want to repeat that and kind of unpack it a little bit. What would it look like if this was easy? This is something that I very often come back to in business because I'm a firm believer that business does not need to be complicated. There's a lot of courses out there. There's a lot of gurus teaching strategies. And I think so much of things makes it really complicated. We assign really crazy and complex names to things to try and make it our own and draw people in through our marketing. And we're always like, we are very prone and attracted and sold by these things, thinking that they're going to get us the results that we've never been able to get before. But what would it look like if it was easy? And this is something I always come back to. Let's say for content creation, what would it look like if my content creation was just really easy? Well, it would probably take less time. It would probably be, you know, I really enjoy writing. So maybe it would just be like writing one piece a week. If it was really easy, maybe that's all it would need to do. And then I can reevaluate what I'm doing in comparison to what I feel that it could be if it was really easy. Maybe I can't make it that exact scenario just yet, but maybe I can simplify things. And something for me right now that I'm considering is I've been experimenting with a lot of social platforms and I want to invest enough time so that I can make some intelligent decisions about where I should be investing that time. And I've been consistent on Twitter for about two months. Now, this isn't a very large size. I'd like to push that to at least three, but I'm starting to notice that the time I'm investing there isn't necessarily providing me the same payoff. Whereas I'm also posting on LinkedIn and my content on LinkedIn is actually doing substantially better than my content on Twitter. So if I were to make this easier or simplify, well, I could save the time that I'm posting on Twitter and just allow myself to do what I'm doing on LinkedIn and I can simplify, I can trim a little bit of the fat off there and buy back a little bit of time, buy back a little bit of energy and I'm continuously doing this for various things, not just business, but even my exercise routine and everything inside of my life. I'm, you know, I can sometimes get myself caught where I'm reading, you know, two or three books at once while listening to an audiobook and listening to podcasts. And then I got to reevaluate, like I'm not retaining any information. Okay. Well, maybe if I was just reading one book at a time, that would be simpler. Maybe if I studied books instead of just tried to get through them faster and made notes and a constant of how can I simplify what I'm doing, understanding what my values are in my business. Those are two questions that I highly recommend you come back to frequently. Until next time, I hope that you're able to find the warning signs for yourself and develop customized strategies to be able to keep burnout at bay, keep yourself feeling awesome and really focus on staying consistent. Good luck on this journey. I'll talk to you soon.